This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, July 7th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Reform farm subsidies, UN report says. What fertilizer shortage? And some food service goes plant-based. United Nations use subsidies to promote growing nutritious foods. A new report from five United Nations agencies is calling on governments to rethink the way they subsidize farmers. The report says subsidies should be reoriented toward encouraging farmers to grow more nutritious foods. The report cited a study showing that 56% of all calories consumed in the U.S. were from subsidized food commodities, corn, soy, rice, wheat, sorghum, dairy, and livestock. The share was higher, between 66 and 100%, among people who are less educated and less food secure. Positive gains could be made in terms of human health through increased consumption of nutritious foods, including fruits and vegetables, nuts, seeds, and pulses, the report says. Repurposing half or all subsidies to nutritious foods is found to lead to hundreds of thousands of fewer diet-related deaths and reductions in greenhouse gas emissions. But in the U.S., fruit and vegetable sector has traditionally been wary of subsidizing growers directly. Instead, the sector's priorities have included research funding and expansion of risk management tools and nutrition assistance programs. Now, do take note, the report found that globally, the combination of conflict, climate change, and worsening economic conditions has increased hunger to the point where it's doubtful the U.N. will achieve its goal of zero hunger by 2030. About 2.3 billion people in the world, nearly three out of every ten persons, were moderately or severely food insecure in 2021, the report said. That's 350 million more people compared to before the start of the COVID pandemic. Brazilian corn yields seen high with fertilizer abundance. Initial fears that Brazilian farmers would suffer because of difficulties accessing fertilizer from Russia and Belarus have proven wrong. That according to a new report from the USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. Brazil, which imports about 85% of its fertilizer needs from Russia, Canada, China, Morocco, and the United States, and Belarus, has increased purchases this year, and FAS has raised its forecast for yields. Brazil's fertilizer imports from Russia in May were 63% higher than the same month last year. The agency now estimates Brazil to produce 120 million metric tons of corn this year, up from 116 million last year. Brazil's second and largest corn harvest this year, the Safrina, is well underway, that according to the consulting firm Agril. The harvest in the center-south region that includes the largest producing state of Mato Grosso is 31% done as high temperatures are pushing farmers to work faster. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. 
Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Trump-era endangered species rules vacated by federal judge. Endangered Species Act regulations adopted during the Trump administration have been vacated by a federal judge that despite requests by the Fish and Wildlife Service and National Marine Fisheries Service to keep them in place temporarily. The services themselves concede that they have substantial concerns with the 2019 ESA rules, which reduce protections for species listed as threatened and weaken what is called Jeopardy standard for assessing impacts from federal projects, U.S. District Judge John Tiger said in his 11-page ruling. With this court ruling, the services can finally get on with the business of protecting and recovering imperiled species, said Noah Greenwald, Endangered Species Director for the Center for Biological Diversity, one of the groups that challenged the new rules in court. Major food service firms yet to join plant-based push. The Humane Society of the United States is tracking major food service companies around the country to see whether and how fast they're moving away from meat and dairy products. So far, the major companies moving in that direction include Sodexo, which serves many military installations and federal facilities as well as universities. According to the HSUS Protein Sustainability Scorecard, Sodexo is committed to an overall target of 33% plant-based menus by 2025. The company's campus sites have a more ambitious goal of 42% plant-based offerings by 2025. Elor North America, whose clients include schools, universities, businesses, and hospitals, they're pledging that half of their offerings will be meatless by 2025. Take note, the pledges are often tied to corporate climate goals. On the other hand, HSUS gave industry giants Aramark and Compass Group grades of C, Aramark hasn't set targets for plant-based products, but does claim to have created more than 400 new plant-based recipes. Guest services, which didn't respond to an HSUS survey, was among the firms that got an F grade. USDA, obesity worsens during pandemic. Planners for the upcoming White House Hunger and Nutrition Conference may want to take note of a new report from USDA. The Economic Research Service says the obesity rate in those three percentage points in the first year of the COVID pandemic, an ominous finding considering that obesity is a risk factor for severe cases of COVID. The study also found that people drank more often and smoked less, actions that can increase obesity rates. Take note, White House Conference will take place in September. Administration held a series of regional listening sessions in June to gather input from the public. Well, here's today's He Said It. This must be our wake-up call, our emergency call. That was a statement released yesterday by FAO Director General Q Dong-Yu reacting to new numbers showing hunger levels rose sharply in 2021. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, July 7th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.